Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, People Sportscaster Lex Anderson. And yesterday, on Thursday, around 1 in the morning, it was breaking news then that Kevin Durant had been traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Phoenix Suns, the team that he preferred to be with as he quit on the Brooklyn Nets franchise the organization, and the fan base. In my previous podcast episode, in closing, I had made mention of Kevin Durant being traded to the Brooklyn Nets. It was around 1 in the morning at the time. It's amazing what happens past the midnight hour as Kevin Durant sneakily leaves New York City, leaves Brooklyn. What do y'all be saying out there in Brooklyn? Brooklyn, stand up? Yeah, Kevin Durant stood up to pack his bags to get the hell out of Dodge because former teammate Kyrie Irving, in lieu of Durant once again being injured just in time to miss his third straight NBA All-Star game, his trade request was fulfilled. He joins the Dallas Mavericks. And Durant once again went through his usual antics, going to Nets management, going to the owner, Joe Sy, and saying, I want to be traded too. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving only played 74 games together in their three-plus seasons, and they accomplished nothing. They only won one playoff series. And in the playoff series in which the Nets' foolish fan base thought that they could get to and win the NBA Finals with Kyrie Irving only playing home games, Road games, excuse me. Road games only. They were the only team in the playoffs who were swept. And they were swept by the Boston Celtics. In one of those games, I believe it was what? uh, Game three. Yes, it was game three where Mary J. Blige, the queen of hip-hop soul, was imploring Kyrie to get it together. To come on, man. Lead the team to victory. And Kyrie did what he does best failing in big-time moments that had the Nets down 3-0. And I didn't catch Mary J. Blige front row, courtside. She wasn't there for game four because she, unlike the Nets' fan, foolish fan base, she knew the end was coming. And sadly, with most sports fans, they don't know when to see when the end is coming. But I, the people's sportscaster, a.k.a. the prophet, I had decreed when they first got to Brooklyn that Durant and Kyrie Irving would accomplish nothing because their personalities, who they are, their characteristics, they are flawed human beings. You cannot trust either man. Kevin Durant betrayed Westbrook and OKC when he joined the Warriors after the Warriors eliminated him in the playoffs with them blowing a 3-1 lead in the conference finals. And then he betrayed the Warriors by being injury prone. He tore his Achilles. The Warriors had one year to pay him $35 million to recover. And Durant said, nope, I'm out of here. Imagine someone saying to you, hey, we'll pay you $35 million. We know you just tore your Achilles tendon. 
we feel that we're to blame since we put you on the court knowing you were injured, then you severely injure yourself, but we will give you $35 million to not play and we'll give you a beautiful long-term deal when we move into our billion-dollar new arena, the Chase Center. But no, Durant was never loved by the Golden State Warriors fan base. He calls himself Easy Money Sniper, but yet he's overly sensitive because he wants to be loved. He wants to be lauded. He wants to be appreciated. But he was nothing more than a bandwagon bitch who joined a championship caliber team that, guess what, won two more championships with him because when you have the Splash Brothers, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and you have Draymond Green and you've already been to the NBA Finals, you've already won a couple of championships, well, all Durant had to do was average his 31, 32 points in the Finals and boom, bam, two more chips secured. Terrible. So then he wants to join with Kyrie Irving, who betrayed LeBron James when he forced his way out of the Cleveland Cavaliers, quit on the Boston Celtics when they made it to the postseason, and of course he missed a ton of games because he was injury prone. And so these two mentally and emotionally weak players decide, oh, and injury prone, they decide to join forces to start their own super team or a dynamic duo out here in the Eastern Conference, in New York City, in Brooklyn, in the Barclays Center. And again, three plus seasons, 74 total games played. If you don't know how to do the math, there are 82 games in one NBA season. They played 74 in over three seasons. Where's the consistency that says, oh, this team is definitely a championship team. It's nowhere to be found. The writing was on the wall that this was a failed collaboration from the start. Kind of like the R. Kelly and Jay-Z concert. That tour. What was that tour called? Jay-Z and R. Kelly. It was like a hip-hop and R&B thing. I forget the title. But somewhere along the tour, R. Kelly and Jay-Z couldn't get along. But you know why? It's because you cannot have hip-hop, rap, and R&B performing at the same time. The adrenaline is too high when you're getting your rap on, and then what? Am I supposed to lower my, my testosterone? Am I supposed to lower my adrenaline to get ready to relax to R&B? That's not possible. It can't work. And it didn't work for the Brooklyn Nets who once again will now, like I the prophet had decreed, will fall back into being irrelevant just the way they were irrelevant back in the 2000s before Jason Kidd, again, traded from the Phoenix Suns. You see the six degrees of separation here? When Jason Kidd was traded from the Phoenix Suns because he had a domestic dispute with his wife, they had to get rid of him. But when Jay Kidd came to New Jersey, he said, I'm going to take this team to the NBA Finals. And they laughed at his media press conference. But Jason Kidd, he did the damn thing. Sadly, he ran into a Lakers and then San Antonio Spurs team who was just way too dominant. But back to Durant, it was never mission accomplished with him. He accomplished nothing. 
<laughs> the Nets won one playoff series. They never came close to an NBA Finals. And seeing his former teammate Kyrie get his trade, requ trade request on and honored, he decided to do the same damn thing. But of course, he told the team, make sure it's private. Yeah, that sounds like Kevin Durant to me. I'm a big time NBA player. I'm top 75. People still say, despite him being injury prone, that he's top five in the league. Even though he's missing the usual 20 plus games a season. Oh, Kevin Durant's top five in the NBA. But yet he wants to trade kept secret and he wants to be moved in silence. That is quite hilarious. It is, <laughs> all I can do is laugh because the Nets now have nothing. They have nothing whatsoever. And their fan base gets what they deserve for believing in them. Okay, I believe this was a sidebar real quick. I believe it was called ah, The Best of Both Worlds. There it is. The Best of Both Worlds. Jay-Z and R. Kelly tour. It was sitting heavily on my mind. I had to get that out. So excuse me. Back to what I really need to say. What I really need to say is that you know, I salute Kyrie Irving. Uh, he hit the ground running in his Dallas Mavericks debut, dropping 24 points as the Dallas Mavericks, without Luka Doncic, beat the garbage, trash-ass LA Clippers a couple of nights ago. That was great. I believe the final score was 106-101. Let me just check back on that real quick. Because, you know, leave it to the NBA the NBA is just so exciting. Like, we're heading into the Super Bowl. In case anyone remembers, the Super Bowl will be this, will be this upcoming Sunday, but the NBA with the trade deadline has dominated the headlines. And you got to love it. I'm all for it. I love this game. I love the NBA. Excuse me, that was Dallas over the Clippers, 110-104 final score on Wednesday. See, Kyrie knows how to handle his business. I give them props for that. So this podcast episode will be me dissecting a little bit of Kyrie, a little bit of Kevin Durant. And again, both men betrayed their previous teams. They betrayed them, left them high and dry. And I thank goodness that I have this podcast to really get out my thoughts because you could follow me on TikTok, Sports Opinion Log. The TikToks are there. You could follow me, YouTube Shorts, Sports Opinion Log. I'm there. But this podcast allows me to vent at full strength for a good amount of time. One minute, three minute TikToks. I can't trust the analytics. Will people tune in to watch a three minute TikTok of me rant? I don't know. But a podcast, play me out while you're driving, while you're doing chores so I can unleash my wrath and fury and frustration and anger at these two superstars that people label them as being who are in real life quitters. See, I watched the Dallas Maverick game against the Clippers and the social and media manipulation coming from the announcers are that Kyrie Irving hopefully is in a better place mentally and emotionally and hopefully this trade will bring him peace 
oh, I'm sorry. I guess being a multimillionaire doesn't bring Kyrie Irving peace of mind. I guess it's not peace of mind for Kyrie Irving that the Nets, who could have offered him five to six years at $198 million, I'm sorry that he didn't want that money from the Brooklyn Nets. I'm sorry that after this season, Kyrie potentially can sign with the Lakers for two years at $77 million. Potentially. And that doesn't bring him peace of mind. Why do we go through this same negative cycle over and over again? Like Jay-Z says, no matter where you go, you are who you are, player. If you're problematic, if you're a quitter, if you come up short in big moments with big expectations attached to your name and contract and you don't deliver, why should I think that you going from Cleveland to Boston to Brooklyn to Dallas, why would I believe that that'll make you happy, that that'll bring you peace of mind when you've shown me your personality and your character? And Kyrie Irving, you are flawed. Yes, they call you Uncle Drew. Yes, I've read the articles that your handles are so pure. Your handles are so dangerous that it's a part of your offensive repertoire. I don't deny this. I supported Kyrie when he posted on Twitter about Hebrews to Negroes and was vilified. I've also said that I represent North Carolina, UNC. He's a former Duke Blue Devil. Excuse me, fluke devil. Kyrie only played nine games in college and went straight to the NBA and has been made a multimillionaire over and over and over again. People talk about Kyrie Irving. Well, he hit a game-winning shot to help the Cavaliers beat the Golden State Warriors, but who made that happen? LeBron did when he left Miami to go back to Cleveland. LeBron doesn't go to Cleveland. Kyrie doesn't become an NBA champion. Kyrie Irving would never have been an NBA champion. It's not like Kyrie Irving won championships after LeBron, after he left Cleveland, after he left Boston, after he left Brooklyn. And he definitely sure as hell ain't winning no championship with the Dallas Mavericks, despite Mark Cuban, who I see on Shark Tank, likes to brag about he only makes deals that make sense and make him money. But yet he traded damn near half his, a good, a quarter of his team with the hopes of what? Winning now? But lo and behold, blockbuster trade. Kyrie's former teammate, Kevin Durant, has joined him on the West Coast, joining with the Phoenix Suns with point god, Chris Paul, aka CP3, his Olympic teammate, D Book, aka Devin Booker, and that bum, DeAndre Aiden, who now can dominate the paint because guess what? You got Devin Booker and freaking Kevin Durant on the perimeter behind the three-point line. As a Laker fan, I'm sick. I thought the Lakers could get into playing position. Nothing's, nothing's going on. The Lakers are still losing. <laughs> they lost on LeBron's historic game where he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the NBA's all-time leading scorer. And they lost last night 
against the Milwaukee Bucks. LeBron didn't play because he was resting as well he should, being 38 years old, having played 20 seasons in the NBA. LeBron James, in case you forgot, came to the NBA straight out of high school at 18. 20 seasons, 20 years in the NBA. LeBron is a billionaire. He doesn't have to suit up, but he does for the love of the game. God damn, God bless America. Lakers lost that game. Uh, hold on here, where is it? Against the Bucks. 115-106 final score. Funny, when Anthony Davis was sitting down, he had to actually talk about he was upset with losing, but yet the Bucks at that point had won their ninth straight, and Anthony Davis, 23 points, 16 rebounds, he ain't do goddamn enough. I had picked for the Denver Nuggets to get to and win the NBA Finals. But now with Durant, with the Phoenix Suns, how can Chris Paul blow this? There's no way in hell Chris Paul cannot get this team to the NBA Finals and finally win a championship for the Suns organization, which has never won an NBA championship. It gets no more easier than this. A couple of seasons ago, they blew a 2-0 NBA final lead and lost to the Bucks, despite Giannis having free throw problems. What more do you want? Like, Durant to the Suns is as big as a silver platter that you can get. Because according to the sheep and the media, the social, the media manipulation, Kevin Durant still top five despite his injury-prone record. Does anyone not know how to read an injury report? Again, this is Durant's third straight season in which he is missing the NBA All-Star game. And he gets injured nearly a month before the All-Star game. He gets hurt the first week in January. He's out until past the NBA All-Star break. So if you're a Suns fan, you might be like, yay, we got a chance of winning. When is he coming back? Every day I'm reading about the trade and Durant, I'm not seeing a timetable. When is he coming back? Nobody knows. I will make this episode a trade episode because there were a lot of wheelings and dealings in the NBA. I'm talking about the Lakers. I'm talking about Durant. I'm talking about Kyrie Irving, which means I also have to talk about Durant's former teammate from OKC, Russell Westbrook, who the Lakers traded. So sad. So sad. <laughs> I thought Westbrook was uh, turning a page. Couldn't tell by social media. Oh no, social, West <laughs> social media and the media manipulation, they're labeling Westbrook as a vampire who was sucking the life out of the locker room to the point that Westbrook's wife had to come on social media saying she's got to explain to her children, their children, that daddy isn't a vampire. But that's what happens when you marry a public figure. That would be an NBA player. That would be a superstar. That would be Russell Westbrook, who has gone from being a former MVP 
the only player in NBA history to average a triple-double in back-to-back seasons. Uh, I do recall that it was uh, three or four, four out of the last five seasons. He's the only player to have the most triple-doubles off the bench. And the Lakers got rid of him and everybody's happy. Woo! If I was a pro, I would definitely not get social media. And if I was to get social media, I would make sure to stay off of social media when the season starts. So let's talk about that. February 8th, the LA Lakers, or my and your LA Lakers, because that's who I represent, Laker Nation, all day, every day, 24-7. It don't ever stop, okay? Lakers trade Westbrook in a three-team deal. The reunion, D'Angelo Russell is back. The Lakers also get Malik Beasley at guard forward, Jared Vanderbilt. The Timberwolves get old-ass Mike Conley at guard and also Nikhil Alexander-Walker and three second-round picks, 2024, 25, and 26. And the Utah Jazz get point guard Russell Westbrook, forward Juan Toscano-Anderson, center Damian Jones, and a 2027 first round pick. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Who says hallelujah, hallelujah? I, I can't remember. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think so. I think it's one of those housewives or something. Yeah, it's, but it's the thing that everyone says. Tamar Braxton. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. Well, I'm going to double it up. The expectations are high here. Thank you. And the Lakers, sadly, also traded Thomas Bryant, center. So the Denver Nuggets get Thomas Bryant, and the Lakers get guard Devon Reed and three second-round picks. Rob Palenka doing what he does best, building for the future, because LeBron ain't going to be playing forever. He did sign three years, but he could opt out after the second. And LeBron also said that he could win multiple championships. LeBron said, I have multiple championships within me. And I'm not going to say the Lakers are wasting his time. I will blame LeBron's teammates for not stepping up. Because that loss to OKC was inexcusable. How do you have Thomas Bryant, Anthony Davis, Rui Hashimura, three bigs? Oh, yeah, but like I had mentioned, OKC was torching them from the three-point line, 17 of 34. Yeah, three-point defense. Might want to work on that. Oh, and also, yes, let me celebrate. Like Tamar Braxton says, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's how I say it. I'm going to give you a second one because... The Lakers yesterday had got rid of that bum, Patrick Beverly, who they should have never given that one-year $13 million deal to. Patrick Beverly's a bum. Why would you give $13 million to a bum? Thankfully, he is out of here. The Lakers trade uh, for Orlando Magic. They get Mo Mamba. Orlando Magic get Patrick Beverly, that bum, who is going to do what he does best. He is going to be a nuisance He's going to be an overrated egomaniac. I feel bad for Orlando 
because my boy from UNC, Cole Anthony, he's the point guard down there. Paolo Bonchero, I don't care about him. He played with Duke. To hell with Duke. But now you get Patrick Beverly. Hopefully they'll buy him out or something. I'm just glad I don't have to see Pat Bev's face anymore on TV, especially wearing a Laker uniform. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That bum Pat Bev is has been sent the F out of here. Out of my and your LA Lakers. And again, the Lakers got the ball rolling on all, on all this trade stuff when they had made the trade with the Wizards to acquire Rui Hashimura giving up Kendrick Nunn in three second round picks. So now the reunion, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Russell Westbrook gone. Everybody's cleaning house. And you know what? No one, no one makes the big splash. No one does it up like the NBA. I love this game. I love it. I wasn't expecting all these trade and blockbuster deals to go down so fast paced. I don't watch the Fast and Furious movies, but they were moving and moving, wheeling and dealing like the Nature Boy Ric Flair would say, woo, wheeling and dealing. (laughs) And of course, on social media, the sheep are crying that the Portland Trailblazers haven't done anything to help out Dame Time, Damian Lillard. Oh, well, maybe he shouldn't have eaten up all the money. Huh? How about that? He ate up all the money. Ridiculous. Of course, a part of me hopes that LaMelo Ball would join the Lakers. That would be cool. But hey, there's always hope that uh, Kyrie Irving might join after the summer. I mean, like, hey, you know, who would turn down two years at $77 million? Which will lead me back to the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets' fake big three of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and James Harden played a total of 16 games together. Damn. Damn. That is terrible. That is not championship caliber basketball. It's not. (laughs) It's not. But yet the Brooklyn Nets foolish fan base, Brooklyn stand up. They thought they would see a chip, but they saw nothing. And it's well-deserved. So also I have to add in his post game interview with the media after uh, he had dispatched with the garbage ass LA Clippers who by the way the Clippers in their 53 year existence have never been to an NBA final well Kyrie Irving said that he was happy that Durant got out of there yeah that that sounds about right That sounds about right. That is putting the nail in the coffin of not just Brooklyn, but of New York City. No real superstar 
is ever going to come and play in New York unless they're traded over here. So again, the former big three started with Harden, wanted out, got sent to Philly. He's a sixer. Then Kyrie, he wants out, got traded. He's a Dallas Maverick. And then Durant follows up, trade me, I want out too. Now he's a Phoenix Sun. And it's over. And what does, like, like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City says in her closing, and just like that. <laughs> yes, today's a night for goats. Yes, tonight is a goat night. Thank you for noticing that. So, yeah. And just like that. We've come to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you, sports fans nationwide, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.